Hey guys, welcome to our weekly news show here on Backstage with Millionaires. I'm Caleb, your host, and today we're going to be talking about BharatPay's acquisition of PMC Bank, India's new consumer protection laws, and how they're going to impact e-commerce companies like Flipkart and Amazon, Cars24 moving into e-commerce, some of the most recent acquisitions in India's startup ecosystem, all of the latest funding news, and more coming up right after this. All right, so first up in the news, let's talk about these new consumer protection rules. These rules are a revision of the 2020 versions of those same rules, which were designed to curb cheating and unfair trade practices from e-commerce companies like Flipkart and Amazon. But it looks like between 2020 and today, those e-commerce companies have figured out some loopholes and ways to circumnavigate these rules. And so the Indian government has decided to revise the rules and create a 2021 version of these rules. So the first big revision here is that flash sales are no longer gonna be allowed. The specific wording is that no e-commerce entity shall organize a flash sale of goods or services offered on its platform. Now, this was pretty straightforward, but it was also pretty strict. The Indian government was essentially saying that flash sales were done. You can't have them, it's, it's over. And people kind of freaked out. And so the Indian government came back and clarified that conventional flash sales are not banned. Only specific flash sales or back-to-back -back sales, which limit customer choice, increase prices, and prevents a level playing field are not allowed. Now, I'd love to get your opinion on this clarification. So definitely leave a comment down below because Personally, I don't feel like this clarifies anything. In fact, I feel like it makes things more confusing. The original 2021 rules seemed pretty straightforward. It was a ban on flash sales, but now with this clarification, things are a lot more ambiguous. They're a lot more subjective. What is a flash sale which limits customer choice? What is a flash sale which causes the playing field to be less level? Well, I think they're gonna have to figure this out on a case-by-case -case basis, which if I was an e-commerce company would make me feel very insecure, but maybe that's the intent. Maybe that's the whole point of this. Now, don't get me wrong here. I am not pitying companies like Amazon or Flipkart because I feel like they've been finding loopholes to circumnavigate the rules for a long time. For example, there's a rule that these e-commerce companies are not allowed to sell their own products on their platforms, but they've been doing that anyways using loopholes. For example, with Amazon, you have Amazon Basics. With Flipkart, you have MarQ. And these are brands which are specifically designed to undercut the competition. They know how much their sellers are selling. They know how much they're selling them for. They know how much consumers are interested in buying those products. And they use all of this data which they've collected to set up brands which are very, very good at pushing competition out, which I think is quite unethical. And it's the reason why the Indian government is setting up these consumer protection rules. Now, specifically talking about these e-commerce companies, the Indian government said that the new rules will ensure that none of its related parties and associated enterprises are enlisted as sellers for sale to consumers directly. 
These new rules will also ensure that it does not use any information collected through its platform for unfair advantage of its related parties and associated enterprises. So it looks like over the next couple of months and years, as the Indian government actually starts to enforce these new rules, we'll start to get a clearer picture of exactly what they had intended with them. But my guess is that they're trying to make these e-commerce giants more like marketplaces and less like online retailers. And again, I'd love to get your thoughts on this. So definitely leave a comment down below because it's an interesting topic. And I wanna know, do you think this is a good move for consumers, for sellers, for India at large? Or do you think that this is a step too far? Let me know what your thoughts are in a comment down below. All right, next up in the news, it is official guys, the RBI has approved the takeover of PMC Bank by Bharat Pay and Centrum Financial Services, which is a little bit surprising and definitely very unusual because neither one of these two companies have banking licenses, which is one of the requirements for acquiring a bank here in India. But you gotta realize that there are nine lakh people whose money is currently trapped inside of PMC Bank. And according to Bharat Pay's founder and CEO Ashnir Grover, three months after the date when this deal is completely finalized, all of the T's have been crossed and the I's have been dotted, people will be able to start withdrawing their money from PMC Bank. So these are obviously unusual circumstances. And that's why the RBI has granted this in principle, small finance bank license to Bharat Pay and Centrum Financial Services. And then after 128 days, if they've been able to operationalize PMC Bank and the RBI is satisfied that things are going smoothly, then they'll grant these two companies a full license to operate PMC Bank. Now, one other thing that I think is worth noting here is that both Bharat Pay and Centrum Financial Services have allocated 1,800 crore rupees to starting up this small finance bank for the next 120 days before the RBI grants them the full license, which I feel is a small price to pay to have access to PMC Bank's 137 locations across India and the 10,700 crore rupees that they actually have stored inside of the bank. Now, obviously after three months, once people start to withdraw that money, it's not clear how much of that 10,700 crore rupees is gonna be left over, but still, this is definitely something that's worthwhile for both of these parties, both Bharat Pay and Centrum Financial Services. All right, next up in the news, and this is something that I think is really interesting, and I'm honestly surprised that they didn't do it sooner. Cars 24 is moving in the direction of e-commerce. So typically when you use the Cars24 platform, you'll scroll through the listings, you'll find a used car that you like at a price point that you can afford, but then you'll have to go to one of their offline locations to actually pick that car up, which is an inconvenience. And especially during the COVID-19 pandemic, it's actually a health risk. So now, Cars24 has actually started delivering used cars to your front door. Just the same way that Amazon would deliver a t-shirt or Flipkart would deliver a smartphone, which I think is pretty amazing. Then there's the seven day, no questions asked return policy, which just blows my mind. You can use the car for seven days and if you don't like it, you can return it. There's also a six month warranty. And I don't know, I just think that this is really neat. 
But I'm also curious to know why Cars 24 is doing this. What's the reason behind it? Obviously, it will be convenient for people, but I wonder if it's gonna cost them money. In the financial year of 2020, they saw a loss of 284 crore rupees. And if they don't shut down their offline locations and exclusively focus on this e-commerce approach, then I'm guessing that their losses are going to increase, especially considering the fact that they're also expanding aggressively internationally. They recently launched operations in both Australia and the UAE, and they've set aside $100 million to expand their presence into Southeast Asia and the Middle East. What do you guys think of this development? Are you more likely to use Cars24 now that they're delivering cars to your front door, or do you think that this is a gimmick? Let me know what your thoughts are in a comment down below. All right, next up in the news, I've got two quick updates for you guys before we move on to the acquisition news. First of all, one of the co-founders of Grofers, Saurabh Kumar, is stepping down after building the startup for eight years. He's gonna stay on as a shareholder, of course, and as a board member, but when it comes to day-to-day -day operations, he's done. And then secondly, Unacademy's Graphy has launched a 100 crore rupee fund called the Graphy Creator Grant, which they're gonna be giving to creators over the course of the next two years to help support them while they build courses and communities on the platform. All right, moving on to some acquisition news now. Private equity firm KKR is planning to acquire a majority stake, which is expected to be around 54% in Vinny Cosmetics, which is the owner of Fog Deodorants. They're gonna be acquiring this majority stake for 4,635 crore rupees, which would make it one of the largest private equity deals in India ever. They're gonna be acquiring Vinny Cosmetics at a $1.15 billion valuation. Now, the founders of Vinny Cosmetics have been building the company since 2010, and they currently have a 60% stake in the company. However, they're gonna be selling 35% of that stake for $400 million, which might seem like a lot of money, but you gotta realize that Vinny Cosmetics is a market leader in India's deodorant space. They currently have a 15.8% market share, which is significantly more than their competitors. All right, moving on to some funding news now. Baiju's, which is now India's most valuable startup, has raised $50 million from IIFL. This means that in 2021 alone, Baiju's has raised a total of $850 million. All right, next up in the funding news, D2C InsureTech startup Renewby has raised $45 million from Apis Partners. So far, they've insured more than 2.7 million people across 650 cities and towns, which is impressive when you remember that so far, only about 10% of India's 1.4 billion population is insured. And RenewBuy is actually focusing on insuring people in the remotest parts of the country, the people who are least likely to be insured. In fact, RenewBuy has sold 60% of their insurance products to people living in semi-urban and rural parts of the country. 
All right, next up in the funding news, car servicing startup Go Mechanic has raised $42 million in a funding round led by Tiger Global Management. The startup is currently servicing 2 million cars per year across 35 cities, but they want to use these fresh funds to increase those numbers to 10 million cars per year across 100 cities. All right, next up in the funding news, community building platform for Indian users Kutumb has raised $26 million in a funding round led by Again, Tiger Global Management. Kutumb was launched in 2020 and is empowering Indian language users to build their own apps to connect with their communities. This is a platform for news sharing, member updates, and connecting with other members of a community. All right, next up in the funding news, retail financing startup ProgCap has raised $25 million in a funding round led by once again, Tiger Global Management. ProgCap has been issuing loans to retailers since 2017, and so far, they've distributed more than 1,500 crore rupees in loans. The startup currently has more than 300,000 users on its platform, but with these fresh funds, they're hoping to increase that number to 5 million users by 2023. All right, that is all the startup news that I have for you guys this week. I hope you enjoyed the video, and if you did, please hit the like button. It really helps us out. And also, if you haven't already subscribed, now would be a great time to do so. We post new videos every single week about Indian startups, entrepreneurs, and the latest news. Also, as always, big shout out to all of our Backstage with Millionaires members, our unicorns and our decacorns, as well as everybody who has been applauding our videos recently. We really, really appreciate the financial support, you guys. But even if you can't afford to financially support us, just the fact that you've made it this far in the video is plenty of help. So thank you for watching this episode of Backstage with Millionaires, and I will see you in the next one.